let's get started. We're Where's the Rulebook Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Joe. And we are back with another miniature episode. Not really a miniature episode at all. It's probably going to be one of the longest of the miniatures, I would have to assume. I mean, gameplay and rule-wise, it's definitely going to take you the longest to play. Does this take longer than Warhammer? No. 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 These games are so long. You'd be... Okay. You'd be surprised. Because <laughs> it... Like, how long is a game of Warhammer? Like, hours. Depending. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're getting really far ahead of ourselves off the bat. That's, that's fine. All right. So, I've never played a game of Warhammer. I so don't want to. You, you've seen the models, yes. though. You kind of get a feel of yeah. it. You've seen the terrains and the battles. It's very similar uh, to our audiences out there. We're talking about Crisis Protocol today. Yes. Marvel Crisis Protocol. We did say that in last episode. So if you're paying attention, you should know. It's it also is. named that. So yep. you should know that because you clicked on it. <laughs> it's uh, a game from Atomic Mass Games. They are killing it now with all of their recent releases so many marvel champions uh marvel crisis protocol i don't understand how atomic mass has all of the most expensive ips ips I, <laughs> like i don't get it i'm just impressed they're so good all of them everything they touch uh shatterpoint actually was another one wasn't yeah. it they just did, they did all the star wars stuff so shatterpoint they have the legion. x-wing legion armada yeah okay gosh so many and like those can't be cheap <laughs> who's doing united flat out games can't be i don't think it's flat out or fantasy flight I fantasy mean, flight yeah fantasy flight that sounds right in marvel crisis protocol i'm gonna preface it with this or our you haven't even answered my question i am yet. getting to that but um, to get our audiences caught up it is a it's a war game essentially where each team this has... is the most miniature game that we're gonna like legit miniature Oh, this is all. Hey, miniatures. yeah, this is a this is the last game was a board game that had miniatures. Yep. The next one being Street Fighter is gonna have. It's more of a. It's more of a mix. Game. Yeah, but still more of a board. Cards. Yeah. I, I, I like how we, we make this transition of like they're just three really hard genres. It's a good <laughs> month. You should pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> they just all happen to have things that you have to hold on to. <laughs> uh, this game though is 100% pure tabletop. Yes. You. You play on a, a three by three board, yep. so you each have a, a team with a leader, and we'll get into. You don't even have to have a leader. You don't have to have a leader, but it's really helpful. Yeah, and we'll get into all, <laughs> we'll should. get into all that. My my point is, and why I want to make this clarification real quick is, just like in Crisis Protocol, you have your crisis that determines how big your squads are. Yeah. Well, when you play a game of Warhammer, it's similar, but beforehand you pick how many points. Why are they called points? I don't know. Okay, so just and what, games what they're called. Okay. Games from like... The I've always heard like it's a nine, X number it's... point game tonight, and I'm like, think, why is it points? I think... Because you're not playing, and nine, that's the point value nine, of your nine. army, right? Yeah, so you have point value. So it's not like the victory points. You're not playing to that. Nope. Well... Yeah. Yes, there's a whole, there's all kinds of different <laughs> things you can do. You can do like I'm gonna kill all their units, or capture the flags, or get objective points. Sure, it's very similar to this in that in that sense. Yeah. However, you play with points, and every every army has units. Yep. So remember that box? Yeah. That you got. Mm -hmm. well, that box had like 
10 miniatures yeah. of these little elf guys. Yep, I think there was 10 of them. That's a unit. Yeah. So and one had unit a point was value. 10. I don't it has a, I don't probably like 180 points or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably way over. It's probably like 30. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember there being a point value on it. So you have units. Some units are big squads like that. Sure. Some units are one big monster or big vehicle or yeah. could be anything. Now, what's crazy is you can add and subtract points off of every unit based on different weapons or abilities and so forth. This is the complicated. Doesn't sound fun. Listen, Warhammer, if you are a min-maxer, you will die inside because Warhammer is the ultimate. You get, oh my gosh, going on a rabbit hole here, but you get basically like three novels. Yeah. And, and they're like encyclopedias. One's the lore. One is the basic rules of, of a game. Yeah. And then you have your specific army's rulebook. So my pack of 10 that I got, yeah, those 10 have to play together. Yes. Like I can't say I'm going to play with two of these, no. which makes the 30 only five. Correct. Okay. You, when you pick a unit, your rules, which is called your codex in Warhammer, will specifically say these 10. This, it'll be like 10 of these. Okay. Or maybe it's less given if like you have one super guy sure there's I'm, there's there's a lot of variables yeah but so the point values which are like the different armies value and yep. maybe how good they are or whatever the points that you play to are pretty like the points that i hear are pretty high so like, they, so on average you have like 10 if you like different armies in oh, your group depends well, obviously, because you could have one giant thing, but yes, like on average, you have if you so like a pan. The most common points that you will see in like a tournament will be like two thousand points. Sure. And two thousand points would have me somewhere, depending on the army I'm playing. If I'm playing like a lot of bigger guys, maybe like thirty to forty. Oh, that's but, a lot more than I expected. Don't be. And then I would play like the bugs. Well, the bugs were like swarms. So you know how you have like your hand ninjas and crazy yeah. protocol, and it's like, oh, it's three units in one. The bugs were like twenty to one. <laughs> so I would have like two hundred units. So did you have twenty little bugs that you had yes. to build and paint? And yes. They couldn't just be like a nope. There's twenty a dial that you said that there's twenty bugs right nope. here because in in Warhammer it's very it's it's very very warlike, obviously. In the sense that, like, if I have a unit of 20 things, they also move together. But if if your guys shoot at, like, my bug and, like, the, you pick the bug and you kill off certain ones or you do damage to certain ones, the game is ridiculously complicated. I didn't realize that the 20 had to move together. Like, all yep. the bugs moved together. Yep. Because I remember before we got into Marvel, I was like... That Game of Thrones game looks kind of cool. It was just coming out, I believe. But they're all stuck together. They're all stuck together. And I think that's really weird. Like, I didn't realize that was... And, like, you had, like, moved the whole tray, <laughs> which I thought just kind of looked cheap. But I guess maybe it's... People love that game still. Yeah, it's still super popular. No, War Warhammer is, like, the the top tier of yeah. tabletop, of, of, like, a simulator for war. There's fantasy which is not called fantasy anymore it's age of sigmar which is supposed to be like the oh my gosh there's lore about it but it basically sure. it's like the it's basically fantasy realm it's where you get like the real elves not okay. space elves 
clearly. There's rats. Because we all know about space dwarves. elves. It's, it's like that. Sure. Go uh, there are still goblins. Now, can I bring my normal elves against your space elf if we all... No. Okay. However, there are some things that exist outside the realm, like demons and K... Listen, all right, there's so much here. And I haven't even played it in years. And I don't think I've... You haven't... Maybe one time you've played it since I've known you. Yeah, that's been nine years? Eight years? Oh no. Gosh. Not, maybe eight. Eight. Has to be eight, because that's how long I've currently been so, working at my... Is that how long you've been there? Yeah. Okay. About, oh, it's going to be. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was like, because I was there oh. for 10, and that was two years ago now that I've left. But you weren't there the whole no. time I was. Ooh, we're old. Yeah, we are old. But to so, the point of your very first question of how long a game takes. Yes. A 250-point army would probably take as long as one Marvel Crisis Protocol game. And you have nine of those, potentially, in a 2,000-point game. No, uh, 250 points. 250 points. So, because when you play a game, you can play as like 250, and that would be, that might be only like two units. Got it. Okay. It's it's the, the thing with this. So in Marvel Crisis Protocol, you know, you have like oh, every one has two actions and everything else, yeah. and we'll get into all that in a second. We're still going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> in, in Warhammer, you take a turn, so it'd be your entire turn. So all my bugs, all of my yes. space. You, and then every single one of your units has basically one action, which is to move or to shoot or sure. fight or melee. But the I guess that makes sense for you. If you're doing all at the same time, you would do one action yeah. per. And I'm, I'm, I'm very, very oversimplifying this. And I'm sure there's people out there who are like, that's not what you do. I don't think I, any of those people are listening to our podcast. Oh, <laughs> but. I would be like, okay, my unit moves up, and you, it, the game is very specific about rulers, just like this game, but it's yeah. it's done in inches, yes, which is funny because it's yeah in inches, <laughs> it seems weird. But you you move it up, and then depending on like your range, you can shoot, but maybe some of your weapons don't shoot that far. It's it, this is all very similar. It's something that Marvel Crisis Protocol does way better, in my opinion. They do it, so yeah. I will never play a game of Warhammer. And probably hard to say I'll never do it. Because if someone really wanted to, I probably would. But I have no plan to ever play Warhammer. Marvel took all of that part of Warhammer, simplified it, cleared it up, made a fairly large rule book, but nothing like Warhammer rule books. And just seems so much better to me. It... It did something very rare, and that was it It simplified that game and still made it fun. Yeah. Because like people love that game because of, like, the variables are so high. Sure. Anything can happen. Like and the at people the end of the day, who love playing Risk. Oh, absolutely. Like, come on. <laughs> but at the end of the day, again, it's all down to, like, dice rolls. So did do you think people stopped playing Warhammer to play Marvel? I'm sure there are people. But like but probably not the same audience. The the thing with this is like a gateway to Warhammer potentially. I would think this is more of a gateway. Okay. People who love this and get really into this would will probably start see, wanting more. I they'll probably see depth. the advance. Like oh my gosh, like, this is so much fun. I'm playing with buildings and moving yeah. and fighting and throwing things. I want to try it now with these guys that look awesome. They do. Look awesome. All the armies look awesome. They really do look a lot cooler. Price is a lot higher. 
Yeah, a lot higher. That's so interesting to me. But the the quality is better. Yeah. Feel. Yeah, the, I think uh, the miniatures are just so much nicer. Yep. But yeah, they're not cheap by any means. These aren't cheap, but like. There's, Warhammer there's, is not true. There was always one flaw I had with Warhammer, and that was when I play when you played a game, you had to have one v one. Yeah, yeah, okay. just one v one. I'm not gonna. It's just there's like other ways you could do fun stuff. Sure. Just like in this game, which they're coming out finally. What three years later? Yeah. I don't know why it could never have just been a thing. I really don't understand. Yeah. I mean, other than the three by three might be a little small for. I don't think so. Really? I think you could even do a four by four or four people. I just think it'd be three really, by three. Be really crowded. Why? It's funner. Yeah. Just mask. I know, like the unofficial rules. So, like, we haven't talked about the threats and stuff yet. <laughs> but like the <laughs> unofficial the game is like, you get ha if you play with four people, you get half as much threat. So, like, if it's a twenty threat, mm. you only get ten. So, like, you're only going to have two to three instead of five. And that makes it so, you know, there's room for everyone. I've seen those before. Or, like, you I, do it by a third if you are playing a three-player game. I would be interested to see what it's like just playing a three-by-three three with three or four people. I think it'd be fine. It. I mean, it could be it could be cool. Because, I mean, you think about, like, the crazy mayhem of Smash Bros., that's true. Like everyone in there, you don't even know where you are. Like the platforms are moving and you oh just are God. smacking like crazy compared to like if you play like a 1v1, like you are like planning your move yeah. and like you have plenty of time. Yeah. Compared to having 30 hundred people in there. Well, well, thanks for listening. Uh, that is the <laughs> whole episode. <laughs> and that is Warhammer 40K. No, is I'm not going to bash it. I think it's, I think Warhammer is a very, very fun game. People I love it. And just not. I have ADD. I don't have the ability to focus enough to read a rule book and play a game at the same time. And that's what most of the stuff is. Yeah. Because you're always that's constantly the thing that referencing. I see book. people that. I mean, we go to a lot of board game stores, and some of them have a pretty big Warhammer group that go yep. often. And I see the same people, and every week they're still reading. <laughs> I'm just like. How do you not know yet? <laughs> but like you don't. You there's don't. no way. There's, there's too many. And like uh, you said, every PDFs army has their been, own. Oh, I bet. I can't people, imagine people have doing done, this before PDFs. Oh my gosh. Well, now they <laughs> command release things. And like they're called like their library. I can't remember what it's called. Dark library, black. I, it's been it's been a while. But that's uh, that's been great because our buddy who runs the store up here yeah was telling me about how they can like just look up a search word and yeah it. i mean that's the thing you just command f and say throw and then you get your rules about throwing or whatever sure now marvel crisis protocol this game came out in 2019 which seems like it should have came out so much longer ago that's not like that's a while ago but it's not that long ago this came out the same time as uh, unmatched yeah we got them at the same time pretty much yeah which is really funny because we uh we went and it was during our work trip mm -hmm. and i got this you got unmatched we tried them both oh yeah we did play this the first yeah we time. did and we did it really really wrong oh, okay. oh yeah. <laughs> gave it a good good try we played it on also a very tiny table <laughs> yeah the three by three is small enough and we played on like a maybe a two by two. <laughs> maybe an 18 by 18 like a, in a hotel room like 
desk that we slid. That was the only thing that could move in that room. It still took a while. It did. <laughs> a lot of reading. A lot of like, oh, I don't know if you can do that. And like some of it was, I mean, especially for both of us have played, you know, a lot of games. You having the Warhammer background and us just playing a lot of games. It's like, oh, line of sight. That makes sense. Oh, wait, this line of sight is way different than what line of sight is from Warhammer. Yep. But it's like, oh, this one makes way more sense yeah. to like a normal person, normal everyday user. This is like, oh, I, yep, there's a line there. Perfect. <laughs> so, Marvel Crisis Protocol is, like we've been talking, essentially a tabletop game. You play, there is no board game. Yeah. You just have a three by three area. You're allowed to put obstacles in. You don't have to get their fancy official ones, but you can put whatever you want. People put cops, books, just stuff to put in the way. Yeah. People have like three D, like three D printed ones. I didn't mean to say that because that's way more fancy. But like, <laughs> pe- like cardboard, like cardstock. Yeah, there was like, really nice ones yeah. that we saw that we. Did you try to buy them? I tried to, and then I like tried to make some of them, and just didn't care enough. Fair enough. Lost interest. Something else was shiny. <laughs> but yeah, there's really nice ones. And like, yeah, you can do that. As long as you agree and like decide on the sizes and stuff, like it's totally fine. You you pick a team of 10 to start. Now, how many characters? Now, obviously this is Marvel Crisis Protocol, so it's everything within the Marvel Universe. But we just looked up before this. What's the current number? 178, I think, was the number. Woo. So you pick... 10 10 and um then you have oh my gosh and that's they, they, over that number it's so high yeah it's crazy and so yeah you pick 10 of them and the coolest thing is to me you can literally pick any 10 you want you can pick any 10 it doesn't matter that you're playing with spider-man and kingpin like even though they would be fighting each other yeah. in real life like in real life because marvel's real life yeah, they'd fight. <laughs> if they saw each other in the street, they would totally fight each other. You can literally play with any 10 people. Well, you don't play with 10, but your roster can be any 10 that you want yep. it to be. You bring 10. You bring 10, it can be anyone. There's benefits. So there are, what did I say? There's 24 affiliations. Yeah. And the affiliations are like the groups. And they're what everyone knows. X-Force. Avengers. Defenders. Avengers. S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, those very common things that people know, for the most part, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. There's some that people probably don't know, like maybe Black Order might not be as known for people. Winter Guard, which they might know now because of that movie that just came out. Yeah. A-Force, stuff like that. A-Force, people know. 24 of them. That's a lot. And people can be, some people are in multiple. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, when we first started playing it, there was some that I'm like, why is this person not in Defenders? Or why it, is this person in Avengers? They fixed all of that. They seem like they really have fixed it. And like, I don't feel like I, there's just still a few that I'm like, why is that person not with them? It's got to be like, balancing. Yeah. I'm sure be. there's a lot of like, okay, we're just going to balance this by moving this. and It can work. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can bring 10 to anyone you want doesn't have to be in that same affiliation it can be multiple affiliations like i know my roster of 10 is two three i had three options i thought it was just defenders and uh, web warriors and avengers because of hawkbuster oh i didn't even think about that and then because so many of my defenders were also yeah. and web warriors and web warriors 
I wow. could get away with three. I don't think I've ever played Hawkbuster as my leader. His power is fine, but like the other ones were better. And I just put Hawkbuster in because he was fun and I needed someone. Yeah, he's stupid. We both... Hate <laughs> that guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both wanted to be like on theme. I feel like... Yeah. And so like when not we were doing it, not competitive by any means. Like there are ways to be... Even in our themes, there was ways to be more competitive. We're like, eh, it's more fun to play with these ones. Like I was the... Spider foes. Uh, spider foes. I keep, I keep wanting to call Sinister Six. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know, but I was the Spider foes, which is just basically the Spider-Man bad guys. Yeah, and I just played literally the Spider-Man bad guys. I didn't mix anything. I yeah. just played the bad guys. And, and all like, like okay. even though I had a Hawkbuster, like I was like, well, Spider-Man was one of my major, and yep. Spider-Man, Iron Man, and Iron Man is Hawkbuster. Yeah, it made sense. So like it, in my mind, I was okay with that. <laughs> But we could have definitely have went harder and like made better rosters or ten. But like, yeah. why? Because the point of it's to have fun. <laughs> yeah. Which, that's the biggest thing about this is it's very very. It's a very fun game because I feel like of how simple it is. At the end of the day, it it seems overwhelming at first. It is a lot at first. But to be honest, it's not. I mean, yeah. <laughs> to break it down to you. You have each character has a character sheet, which is amazing. It's a reference sheet that tells mm -hmm. you things like how much health do they have? How far can they move? How tall are they? Because size matters depending on the terrain. Yeah. Wait, should we step back just a moment though? So we talked about the 10. Yeah. So you have your 10 mm -hmm. when you come to the table. Here's my 10 people. I see your 10 people. And then we have to decide like what we're playing. Do you want to talk about that part first before we break down the character card? Sure. Or, and so they there's secure and uh, what's the other word? Extraction. Extraction cards that tell you a threat level. They're crisis cards. Crisis cards, yeah. Goals of the game. And so they all have different threat levels. The threat levels, how you build your roster. So I have my group of 10. Mm -hmm. We decide, you know, we're playing these two cards which are the you know the secure and the extract and then that tells us a point value which is threat in this game yep and then that's how from my group of 10 say okay i have 18 threat to work with yep. and i build my team yep. that i'm actually bringing to the table um and the threat is on that character card and that once you build your roster i don't think there's a limit no no yeah but i don't think threat ever does anything after that does nope. it yeah, I didn't think so. The threat of the crisis just determines how many people, yeah. in a way. So, like, if the threat, like you said, is 18, I can pick from my roster anybody that adds up to or under 18. Yeah, you can go under. That's a good point. You, yeah, don't, you don't have, have to be, be You don't have to be exact. You can go. I mean, you can't go over. You can't go over. But you could have, uh, if you took really big units, you could take two. Yeah, or you could take six. Yeah. You're not limited to how many, which is something we did wrong initially because we thought we had to be five. Yeah, because all the demo game, like when yeah. you buy the base game, it comes with 10 characters. Yep, five, uh, five, five for each. Five for each. Right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so that you play with those five and all the examples are playing with five. Yeah. But like as you start to play, like some people 
might play with four or maybe six, but I feel like I don't I don't think I've ever seen anyone do more than six. The Sentinels are three. Yeah. And that one's real low. They're just big threat. Yeah. Like huge. Yeah, physically large. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so on your character cards, there's a threat that looks like I don't know. Soccer ball. <laughs> <laughs> Not a soccer ball. It's more of a basketball, right? Uh, an atom? Yeah, that's probably the best. It's at the top right underneath the name <laughs> of it. It just, it has a number. So, like, yeah. for instance, in front of me, I have Hawkeye, and his threat is three. Yep. And I just happen to have Black Widow, and her threat is three also. But Threats can range anywhere from two to five. I think more than five. Is there a six? There has to be, actually. Yeah, I think Hawkbuster was six. Is he? And Sentinels have to be more oh, than six. Yep, okay. Wow, so high. Yeah. But generally, the threat also helps you determine how strong they are yeah. as a character. Lower the threat, like the twos. Less health pool. They don't hit as hard. Yeah. They, they usually have a bet one benefit on their card. Like fillers. maybe they move really far, but they don't hit very much. Maybe they add up to your roster so you can have the affiliation limit. Yeah. And so like we said, like that 10 can be anything mm -hmm. but to be an affiliation whatever you bring to the table for like the actual game half or more have to be the affiliation if you want to and take you have advantage. to have the leader yeah you have to have the leader and then half of your group has to be them if you want to take advantage of that affiliation power a good example is captain america captain america is a leader he has a leader ability on his card to have that leader ability and to be in Avengers. Which Captain America? Oh my gosh. I don't I think there's two now they can be, right? Because I think that uh three. Sam can be Captain America leader. Yeah, there's three of them. Oh my god. Because you have the first Avenger, Captain America. You have Steve Rogers, Captain America, <laughs> and you have Sam as Captain America. Listen, there's a lot of options in this game. And so I think like almost every Marvel game, I can have two Spider-Mans. Yep. As long as they're different. Different physical name yes like so i can't have two peter parkers but i could have miles and peter even though they're both spider they're both spider-man but as long as they're secret name or i guess uh, uh, public name alias? alias secret identity is different you can have so you can have multiple spider-mans or yeah. i mean you could have all three of these captain americas because they all have different names steve rogers is still steve rogers though yeah steve rogers first avenger and Sam. The first Avenger is still Steve Rogers. Mm -hmm. He's called, It's called Captain America First Avenger. Interesting. Yeah. So that that essentially is how you pick your units. Yeah. You have your, your, your crisis, you pick your units, and then you also have a hand of cards. Which I never use. No. I. A beginner tip, don't use them. Yeah. Just, just focus or on Or like use one. I would know that they exist, but I would play your first several games without them. Yeah. Because what they are is they're called tactics. You have 10, which I think they just changed where you can bring all 10. Because you used to have to pick You can five. bring all 10, but you only can play yeah. five. five of them or something. It used to be that you had to pick the five before. Just don't like your roster, that. you had to pick beforehand, but now, now you, you just don't. bring 10. So what these are... Just like bonuses. You just use them anytime. Some of them are healing. Some are move. Some are 
big powerful attacks. They there's anything. Some have restrictions based on the affiliation or the people or the people. Like you have to do this with, you know, Black Widow and Hawkeye. Yep. So not even does it have to be the same affiliation. It has to be those two people. Groot and Rocket have them. Yeah, they do have some like that too. And like Winter Guard has a specific one. There's so many for Avengers. Yeah. Uh, Craven, my spider foe, has one that only works if I'm fighting Peter Parker. Yeah. <laughs> which is funny. Which, but, which is unfortunate for me because I always had a Peter Parker <laughs> in my roster. So It's you, a pretty cool one. Yeah, it was good. But <laughs> it's like, if I kill you, then I become Spider-Man. It's yeah. like, what? <laughs> but yeah, don't use him at first. Just, or pick one. Be like, okay, I really want to use the one that makes Black Widow and Hawkeye play together, which if that was the one, don't pick that one. It's like the weakest one you could pick. Just pick a generic one. Just like pick one or something. And like, just to help you think about it, like maybe, but like, don't think about all 10 at first. It, it, that, that is where I think the pro play comes in. Yeah. People get really good at it. There's no secrets about the cards, by the way. Yeah. The cards are all very detailed. And when you play, everything's laid out in front of you. Yep. There's no like, oh, what cards do, does he have? There's no secrets. Yeah. You know the 10 people. You know everything. You yep. know, obviously, which what one cards they have. In. You don't know what they're going to play, but you know they have yeah. them. And then that's it. You you put your guys on the board on each side, and you each take turns. Yep. The turns in this game are interesting. I like how it works. Because coming from Warhammer, Warhammer is a lot of standing and waiting. Seems like you might be able to roll like defense. It's not okay. Well, there's a lot of things you can do reaction wise, but most of it's (laughs) waiting. And in this, I like how each player picks a unit. Oh my God, not a unit, a character, hero, villain, whatever. Yeah. And I'll I'll be like, I'm going to play Hawkeye. When you, when you, I play Hawkeye, I activate them. They are my active character. And every character, when you activate them, has two actions. Yep. Only two. Unless you give them bonuses somehow, but it's only two. They start with two. Which is move. Yeah. (laughs) Simple enough. And they have move unlike inches in warhammer there's a small medium and large movement yep and the game and it comes and it has one hinge yep and so you place the little fake ruler and right in front of your guy yeah in front of the guy wraps around the race (laughs) wraps around it's nice and you can go anywhere that it would be able to physically move and bend to yep and the, the character card on the top where the thread is will tell you what that person's move is so Hawkeye, for instance, I'll keep using him because I have the card in front of me, has a medium. Yep. So I take that medium little doodad, put it there, <laughs> move it, put him in front of it. A weird, pro, pro, not projector, which is the one that has the pin and draw a circle. No, that's the one that you, that's the circle. The one that's the pin that you make a circle, not the one that is a circle. I thought a protractor. Compass. No. Yes. A compass is the thing that has a no, needle. That's, yeah, that's a different compass. That's a camping compass. Yeah, the one that you put the needle down has a pencil and you like adjust it and you make a circle. That's a compass. The protractor is like the flat with the half circle that has all the angles on it. Right? I don't know anymore. I was pretty uh, confident. It is a base. precision compass. Yeah. I was an architect. Were you? Yeah. I have like two houses built. Good job. And then I wanted not to do that anymore. So now I don't do that. Yeah. Now we talk about board games. It's true. Being an architect was really cool when I didn't have to do actual housing. So I, I was studying to be an architect all through high school and a little bit into college. 
and I was making like secret passages and like panic rooms <laughs> and like full no, yeah, indoor yeah. basketball courts and pools. And then like in real world, like I want a square house with two bedrooms. Like, this is really boring. <laughs> so then I switched. A little history. So you have two actions. <laughs> <laughs> you have two actions. Move. Move. So other than move, you can attack. Every card has underneath your character a list of one to three, four attacks. Yeah, three or four. And other than that, you can use a superpower, which is a little bit further down. It's in bold and it has costs, but we'll get to that. Or you can shake. What shaking is in this game is there are conditions like you can be poisoned or burned or paralyzed. And there's a long list. I'm not going to go through them. They all have status effects. If you use your action to shake, you just take one of them off. That's it. Yeah. You take yeah, you take one status effect. So if you happen to be burned and poisoned, you would say I'm shaking the burn or whatever. So going back to those actions, yes, there's only four, but there's so many options other than shake that you can <laughs> do. When you move, this can be a lot of characters have special abilities, which we'll talk about, I guess, right now. And that is there are innate superpowers that are passives. Yeah. Some passives are like flying. Green Goblin has a glider. He doesn't move. He flies. Yeah. So things like terrain don't stop him. Correct. So Spider-Man has web crawler. He just he walks up. Walk up a wall. <laughs> and there's, there's all kinds of... Kingpin is large and slow <laughs> but he's strong so yeah. he takes less damage he does take he's less got a damage. lot of muscle fat these superpowers as you can see these passives even some other superpowers can affect these other actions yeah so yes normally to move a medium i'd have to as, as hawkeye just go in a straight line but if i hit a wall i can go up but it changes how my move works yeah that's where these other abilities come into place when you attack well it's not just a attack Attacks in this game have range, yep. and it has damage. So just because I can use an attack doesn't mean that I, you know, can, <laughs> unless you're within this certain range. Yeah. And in this game, range is in numbers. Yes. So, so there's two different rulers. Yeah. Well, there's two. Quick, quick math. There's eight. Well, okay. <laughs> oh no, three plus. Yeah, I guess there's eight. Um, <laughs> The rulers, oh, no, because it's not a one. Two, yeah, it's two, three, four, five. Yeah, come on. Quick math is seven. Yeah. but Because the, the one is it sideways. Yeah. Would that count? Or is it the same ruler? It's the same ruler. It's not a different ruler. Just Interesting. In a different direction. Well, the distances are ranges of two through five. Through five. And they're just, the and five are super straight. long. They don't bend. It's a straight piece of plastic. And if your friend paints one of them black for you, you have one that's a different color than the rest of them. I painted all mine. <laughs> it's really all fancy looking. And I painted yours by accident. And I didn't realize until after. And I went, oh, well, he gets that one. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't paint it fancy. You just painted oh, it. Oh, no, I just sprayed it black. <laughs> but, Which made it blend in on every table ever. <laughs> but now you know which one that is. It's yeah. So Hawkeye has an arrow shot. He shoots arrows. Arrows go far, so his range is five. To hit you, my my edge of it's that... funny. My pistol only goes three. Uh, arrows <laughs> farther, right? Uh, that's actually really funny. Maybe it's a tiny... It's an automatic pistol. Oh, never mind. I don't know. 
So what's cool about this game is you take the five ruler, I put it at my base, and if that touches your base at any point, even at the very end, it hits you. Yep. And that's the nice thing. Yeah. Line of sight is do our bases touch somehow? Yeah. Can I get this flat on the table to you? Yep. Even if it means like even if we're both around a corner a little bit, as long as my base can see your base and they yep. can touch, it counts. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Makes line of sight really easy. There's literally like I've seen your rule books for Warhammer and it's all about like line of sight. <laughs> well, line of sight in that game is based on the units. Line yeah. It's like can my unit physically see your person? Yep. And like people get there's even like rulers that have laser pointers. Yeah. They can like Okay, but don't need that here. Don't need that. It's really easy. Oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. Moving. Oh yeah, so No, attacking. Attacking, line of sight. <laughs> so after that, it comes to the different kind of attacks that are. In which this, there are three attacks. There are types. physical attacks. Yeah. Which are indicated by and they're all color coordinated yeah, and red. symbols. Yes. A red help. a red fist. Yep. Energy. Which is like a yellow swirl. Yeah. And then Mystic, which is like a blue eyeball. Now, your attack might have a bunch of text and a bunch of abilities and just read it. Every just do exactly what the tax says. Yep. For instance, my tax says after it is resolved, so after the attack is over, I get power based on how much damage I deal. We'll talk about power in yeah. just a second. My pistol, I get a power no matter what. Yep. Even if I don't hurt you, I get a power, which is nice. Uh, foreshadowing, power is the cost in this game for some stuff. I mean, it's a cost for everything. Just some things have zero power. Some stuff. Yeah. Next, after you have declared, okay, I can attack that unit. I'm within range. I, my ruler touches your... My ruler touches your unit. <laughs> uh, you get to roll dice. This yeah. di Everything in this game, just like Warhammer, is dice. Except for, instead of normal dice, you have special dice that have... Uh, one, two, three, four symbols, right? Crit, yeah, attack, and blank, defense, blank, skull, five. Yep. You roll those dice. Yeah, six sided, which makes sense. But they're not. Two of them are blank. Yeah. Uh, you you roll the dice, and then, the t and then they that determines what happens. You have to hit uh, a crit, a hit, or a wild to essentially do one damage. Yep. And if your opponent's blocking, which to block, they take their Everyone dice. will block. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone that has nothing. Zero block. I think everyone has at least one. Oh, first, I should tell you how to block. So I attack. I attack a unit. I roll. So my attack was physical. Yep. Every unit has defenses on the top of their card underneath the stats. Yeah, that right is by the threat that we talked about. There's same color coordinated. Yep. So, like, I have four physical as Black Widow. That is how many dice you roll when defending a physical attack. Yep. There's also one for mystical and energy. Which, if you forget often, like I do, when I do my pistol attack, I just do four, even though it should have been more. Because <laughs> it's bigger. So, I'm like, it must be four. But that's my defense. There's a lot of times I did not roll enough dice. Always, yeah, the top is literally just for defense. Always look at the attack. The attack will tell you how many dice you roll. 
It also and tells you how much power it costs, if it costs power. If it costs power. And you have to be able to spend the power. You might gain power back. You have to be able to spend You have to be able to. You can't. No no line of credits for uh, power in this game. No. <laughs> so you roll dice, and then your opponent rolls dice, and if they roll a crit, a wild, or a shield, that is defense. Yeah. And then you just do the math. Oh, I got four. Oh, you got three. I do one damage. Now, the crits are cool. So if you roll a crit, oh, you yeah. actually get to roll another. For every crit you roll, you grab onto your dice pool. Another if you don't die. have enough dice, you just make it up and figure out how to count. Take one of the other ones. Yeah, and you roll them. For every crit, you get to re Once. The first time. The first time. Yeah, so you can't crit, 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 crit. <laughs> but if you roll three in the first turn, you get to roll three more dice. Oh, my gosh. That'd be gross. <laughs> <laughs> and same with defense. You get, you know, if you roll a crit, you get to roll it one more time. And that's combat. Then you add it up, and yeah. I would, if I had four damage and you had three defense, that's one damage, and you get one damage, damage marker. And then one power, because you get power when you get hurt. Every time you take damage, your character, unless it specifically says, like some of the crises will say, you don't get power from this, but yeah. every time that you get damage, you get an energy. Yeah. Equal or a power. To, yeah, equal to whatever you get. So if I took four damage, I get four power. Yes. It's always. not like one per time you take any amount. And that is where it, I think this helps the game not snowball. Because if I hit Black Widow with Hawkeye for four damage, yeah. you get four power. Which she only has five health. But I have four power, which means I can do any of my things. And almost everything twice. <laughs> after the attack. Or one of the other ones, like I said, is superpowers. And that's where most of the stuff costs power. Yeah. Superpowers can be anything. So, for instance, I have hook arrow. It allows me to move. I also have trick shot, which allows me to shoot, ignoring line of sight. I basically can curve arrows. Yeah. Which, but these both cost power. Yes. And so I have one that I feel like a lot of my characters always have, and you always hate it, is... Black Widow is stealthy. Oh, I hate that one. It's and so it doesn't matter what your attack is and this the distance. You have to be within three mm -hmm. to hit me. So it doesn't matter that your arrow shoots four. You have to be within three because I'm stealthy. Yep. So this is where I think the game gets most interesting is all the little... Uh, all the little details in every card, right? Yeah. Because other than that, there's also reaction ones. Oh, yeah. for instance, I have fast draw. If you go to attack me, I can spend power to attack you back fast, real yeah. quick. I get a quick attack. And knowing each of your characters' attacks and superpowers is, I think, all you really need. Yeah. If you're playing your first game, if you know all of them. You you do pretty well. I meant like if you're <laughs> if you're sitting on to play your first game, just read all your stuff real quick. Yeah. Just because like you're like oh that's cool. If you attack me, I can do this. And if you're playing in a casual game, which I'm assuming you are for your first game, like we would tell each other like, oh when you hit me, I get to do this thing or oh, I'm yeah. stealthy all the time. and like we would remind each other when if one of us remembered. I don't think anyone was like. Ha, 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 he's stealthy. He didn't remember. Well, you'd be but like, like, if I thought about it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you can attack me back if you wanted to. Yeah, because you ask questions like, oh, what's your physical defense? Yep. And you're like, oh, okay. And like, yeah, don't forget that if because uh, I'm stealthy, you can't hit me. Yeah. Like, it, 
just be nice. Yeah. It doesn't change the outcome of the game. And generally, your defenses are going to probably be a little different between the three different attacks. Always. Not always. There's some that are all the same. But yeah, I guess I'm just used to spider foes. Theme. All yours were always different. <laughs> My energy. Mine were all like pretty middle of the road. Like three, three, three. Yeah. And I'm like four, one. Yeah. So like if you happen to have multiple attacks, you know, physical. I have not studied all 170 some characters. How dare you? Physical seems to be the most common. Uh, of course. Uh, Punchy. The other ones are, you know, obviously in turn less common. <laughs> And so, like, if you have the ability to do a psychic or an energy attack, you might want to over a physical because maybe, like, I roll six dice with my physical, with my uh, energy, my energy attack, and your energy defense might only be two. It is only two. And so it's like, that's a better advantage than, yeah. you know, hitting you in the face with my pistol, which I apparently can't shoot very far. Because at the end of the day, one of the objectives is defeating all of the it's not killing like knocking, knocking out. out i think yeah because once you so there's two ways to win right yeah well yeah two ways to win you knock out everyone twice yeah. which we haven't talked about yeah. that yet or you win by victory points correct after six rounds or you get to the top victory point or you get the top it's so this yeah there's, there's 16 points you win the game yeah doesn't matter what round it is or at the end of six rounds, whoever has the most victory points wins. Yep. Or if everyone is knocked out on the other team, you win. And just to be clear, uh, a round in this game is you go back and forth. Remember picking the, your hero so or your character. If I went like, I'm picking Hawkeye, I do his two actions, I'm done. I take a little check the, mark. The check mark token or whatever you And I would use. say, my that's it. And then you go and you say, I'm going to do Black Widow, do all this stuff. You're done. It goes back to me, back and forth yep. until we're both done with characters that's a round yes end of round things might happen there's you know it's points add up points add up you count if you're close enough to an objective all that good stuff yep just read all the crisis cards because they tell you like and for them like for the most part like the objectives one of them is usually stand close to this thing the I other one black. is pick it up <laughs> hold it hold it hold this thing and stand close to this thing and there's a lot of the rules that, like this person can only do you can't hold and yeah or you take a damage if yeah you, you might get hurt if you have or it you teleport like there's a lot of there's a lot of caveats right. but just hold uh, one be close to one they're they're very simple yeah there's no complication they all change the story i guess technically like you're trying to get the mutant cubes or whatever but you're holding one thing and you're getting close to another thing for points and then what's really cool about this game I think is let's say Hawkeye I rolled my five dice I did five damage you didn't block any you only have five health well guess what I didn't just knock out your character because whatever blue <laughs> <laughs> there's two sides to every character sheet there's a blue side and a red side yeah Marvel 101 well the other side is a injured side I can't remember the exact word. I don't remember what they call it. Like the angry side. <laughs> My angry eyebrows. It's always the side that you're a little beat up. Yeah. And the stats change. Your health is different. Your attacks change sometimes. Yep. Like everything. Your powers may change. Values may change. It's got a completely different, other than the threat it's and the size. It's a, Sometimes yeah. the size is different because of like 
uh, yeah. Hawkbuster. Hawkbuster becomes Iron Man, which, you know, is just sweet. <laughs> but when you flip, you don't get to take this character until the next round starts. Yeah. So if I knocked out Black Widow in that round. Before I Before activated. you even got to go. Yeah. You don't get to go. Yep. It's one last character this round that I yep. get to use. She'll come back next round, and I get to put her back just like you do in the start. You yep. have the you move her six inches from the three by three board that you can put them anywhere you want, and then you get to take your actions. But and then you go. Now, if you get knocked out again when you're on that red side, you're out of the game. You yeah. just remove them from the table. And I think the first one technically is called dazed. Oh, it is. Well, dazed is when you get. That's right, because days is when you get hit and you can't because you can't remove it yet. Yeah. You have to leave it on. Because knockout, if you knock out everyone, you win. And yep. you don't win. So if every one of my characters are in blue and they all get hurt too much in one round, I don't lose because they all come back on the red yep. side. You don't have to have one person still out there or anything like that. And, I mean, it's we simplified it a little bit, but that's that's about the majority of the game. Now, it may seem like a lot, but there are reference sheets. There are a lot of how-to videos. PDFs are yes. a thing. <laughs> and, to, and to be really... Uh, and they just came out with a second edition of the core box, yeah. which is like the same characters, but they're all been updated because it's been four or five years since the game came out. Yeah, those original characters. are not as strong because of power creep. Yeah. And it, it they balanced everything. And they're super, super active. I mean, they release Holy new cow. character cards. So, like, not even a new character. Like, your Black Widow might have a new card, which... Well, Ghost Rider, like, Ghost Rider is a good example. Yeah. Ghost Rider I own because I wanted something that was kind of in, like, this weird area, which it worked out. It was a large threat. It was a large threat. It was what I needed. And Ghost Rider's card got an errata, basically, yeah. where they change some stuff. They can change values, text, whatever. Yep. And they just make them available. Yeah, like new cards are just available. Some of the erratas aren't on new cards yet. No. Like, so you can just go to like the FAQs. You look up every any character and it'll say like, oh, we said rapid fire. We actually meant quick shot or whatever. And it just like they haven't printed a new card yeah. yet because it's something small. Or it's like a, a dice number changed or whatever. But then they print new cards, which are just free on their website. It's yep. not like we're not getting these off Reddit or something. It's free off their website. Currently, they all become landscape, which just looks so much nicer. The landscape ones are way better. I don't know why someone hasn't made them all landscape yet and just... It's a lot of work. Yeah, but people spend a lot of work on things. <laughs> They just look so it, much nicer. The portrait is nice, but when it's in landscape, the lines just, instead of being like a paragraph, the lines yeah. just flow. So you just have to read one line. It's just, they're so much nicer. But but that's one way to know you have the updated character card. Yep. And this is all just on their site. Yeah. There's nothing and you can, secret. Some of them you can buy. Like they've released character card packs. Yeah. And they're like 10 bucks or something. And you get like all 30 character cards that are new and new tactics or yeah something. and crisis cards yeah you get anything that's new you get for that 30 bucks 10 bucks whatever it is i don't know but. and uh they just started that last year two years ago is it two years ago yeah 2022 and 2023 okay yep so 
And uh, the, what was I going to say? If you want to print them off yourself, I've done this. Yeah. They're uh, they're four by six. They're four by six. I keep all of ours in little four by six sleeves that are meant for uh, photos. Uh, which I've never seen anyone put a photo in this kind of a sleeve. I don't know anyone that I don't know. Do they're that. cheap. They are cheap. We got like, so many off Amazon. I think I got like a hundred for five bucks. Yeah. For <laughs> four by six sleeves. Yeah. And you just printed, like you went to our local grocery store and Ten printed cents four by six. And you just... <laughs> put them in they're not double-sided like because you nope. print out you just two photos or it's 20 cents i printed the blue and red side yeah it was 10 cents a piece and i just put them in the thing yep boom done and it works yeah and they look great this high, the high depth ones oh my gosh they look real pretty and they on their website you can get the release form for printing so if your store gets mad at you because you're printing marble things there's a release on their website that says you are allowed to print them I don't think. I went to Walgreens and printed, and they didn't care. Meyer. Yeah. No one cares. I feel like sometimes they Staples might. Staples is the only place I've ever had problems. Yeah, I'm saying I feel like I've had problems at Staples. Because because at Staples you don't do it, they do it for you. I think this is the problem. I mean, they print the photo for you at Walgreens and Meyer. Yeah, but that old guy doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes, "Okay, button." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you run into any issues, you can get there their statement on their website saying that you can print them yeah at the end of the day it seems like a lot of rules but it's really just i would get the core box the core box has simplified the rule yeah. set for that five um, you need you don't need the core box but it really helps it the helps value is the value there. is better to get the core box i never got the core box because you had it yep so like i bought my own 10 dice and then i had to buy the measuring tools and now all that stuff just comes in the core box but i mean like the price of the dice the price of the rulers you get the 10 figures yeah you might and, not play with all 10 uh, of them but yeah it comes with two car it comes with the terrain yeah it comes with multiple terrain Tra uh, lamps trash cans i think dumpsters but the a whole thing is at least one building bucks usually i see it go on sale for around 80 to 100. yeah i feel like they're like 20 percent off pretty common that's an insane deal it's and the, the best new, deal they have. The new one has all of the new printed cards and stuff. And I think now with the new one, you get all of the crisis cards. Yep. Not just the the ones that you've like got from. Yeah. Because at first, there's only you can only get new crisis and tactics when you buy a new unit. Yeah. When you bought the character, like it might have one with it. Yeah. And now it's like, oh yeah, I don't. I want to be able to play, you know, the cosmic cubes. But I don't want to have to buy whoever Cosmic Cubes came with. Core set. Yeah. It came with oh, yeah, that Red did, Skull. Yeah, that did come with the Core set. But. And then the, so we didn't talk about, so we talked about the 3x3 three three mat, obviously, yeah. the play area. The crisis cards that you choose, it will tell you where to put the objectives based on your rules, like on your rulers that you yeah. have. And then you place those things there. It might tell you to put a terrain item here and stuff like that, too. But like everyone will say, like, use map F. And then on map F, you look and say, okay, put the things here, 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 and here. I think we generally, because we always played very casual, we're like, oh, we don't want to use map B for both. Because then the things are right next to each other. We always try to pick things that we just, were... We just spread it out. Yeah, just make people move around a little bit more. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just two teams taking turns fighting each other. And that's where most of this, the most of the gameplay comes from, is it's a long game. It's it's too long. You think so? I think so. I I I think I am jaded because of Warhammer that I don't sure. think this is long. <laughs> I mean, it's 
two hours. Two hours. One hour, an hour, two hours. Yes. Yeah. That's a long game. It's a long game. I remember the last time we played it. It was about two hours. It was about two hours. And we play the same characters every time. So, like, we, for the most part, now have we know yeah. what, what each other are doing plus what we're doing. It just takes a long time. I remember leaving and being like, we just spent like two plus hours because we, you know, set up and get there and whatever. I could have played multiple board games. Sure. And like, I remember leaving and being like, I wish we would have just played all these other board games for two hours instead of this one game, which is fun. But like it just I feel like I don't know, I wish there was a way to make it you mean less. Right. Kind of like there was a like a quick game. I mean we could always just make it a quick game. Just take it down to three rounds. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of house rules that you can do to make the game shorter. You could. I've never so I actually really in I really enjoy card games and tabletop games. Those are my two, I think, fortes. When I like board games are in there yeah. in that mix, but like those are my two. Like, oh, I love these. So when I play this. I have a, I have a blast. I, I like this. I like miniatures a lot. Just comes from the Warhammer thing. I just can't do that anymore because that's way too much. How often do you have to change your Warhammer stuff? Like, do you have to buy new people every six months? Um, every year, there's a new rulebook. That kind of like, oh, yeah. hey, we adjusted this because this was too powerful. Or we added new phases, or but then this is so weird to me because like every been around few for so years, long, just like magic. Every few years, your army gets like a major rehaul. Okay, so I'll be playing. Let's say someone had Necrons. This is the most recent that I can. Maybe it was I, I can't remember. But Necrons were like the 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 Terminators in space. Well, they haven't been changed in eight years, but now they have a new set and this new army revamped the whole thing. Then okay. they probably need to buy a bunch more units to be good. Yeah. So it's not very often. It Warhammer is not expensive to keep playing. It's expensive to get into it. Yeah. Because you need all that up front. The same thing's true, I think, with Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah. The problem with every tabletop game is the entry. Yep. Uh, the core box, I think, does a great job because it gives you 10 units. Yeah. All the tools you need for a hundred bucks, you don't have to paint anything. That is, I mean, that is nice. You have to build them. Yeah, but, but the building is pretty simple. They are super simple. It's just like a couple pieces they snap together. You glue them. Yeah, you're done, and you're good to go. There's everything you need for you to play a game. Yeah, there's no choices for what weapon am I going to put in their hands nope. or what arm am I going to put on that person like you do in Warhammer. You know, it's not even a choice, really, but, like, technically there's bases for your people, and, like, the game will come with, like, five bases of the same size, yeah. and you just pick if you want bricks or... A manhole cover. <laughs> yeah. Which I wish there was more. I'm... I do wish there was more. And there's different size bases, so you do want to make sure that you put the people on the correct... Because I can't just put my Hawkeye on the largest base. On, like, Hawks. Yeah. So you have to, you know, do that correctly. But building the characters were fun and easy enough. I thought at first, I'm like, this... I, remember I built a handful of Warhammer You don't stuff. paint. And you painted yours. I did paint. Not well. This doesn't matter. <laughs> the fact is, like, you, you painted them. That's awesome. It gives it color you definitely learn as you go because i did all speed paints yeah which all the videos i watched before i painted were not speed paints oh and they were able to layer colors yeah. 
you can't. I mean, can't, you can layer with speed paint, but it's hard. Not not the way you layer a normal. No, <laughs> no. Because I remember like, oh, I'm just gonna paint this white, and then I'm gonna paint it black over it, or vice versa. And I'm like, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, the game is fun. I just think the game takes a little too long, and it's not coming from that. I played D and D a bunch as a child. But even that can be in like an hour segment. But like, yeah. I don't know. So I, I didn't come with a tabletop background, and I'm like, this is a long, long game. Long game. We so when I did, you didn't get to do this, which is very unfortunate. But I got to do that tournament. Oh yeah. And that tournament was they gave you like a leader, and you had to play like that affiliation. It was a really fun tournament. But in that tournament, they uh they picked, they told you ahead of time what the crisis were, so you knew how many threat, and you came with your yeah your roster and they did make like that was nice because it also is like you only can use like the cards from yep. those people so the people who had a there's big, a lot of restrictions which big collection way better yeah and the best part though was each round was timed and i think they were only an hour long because it obviously like you had to play a lot of games i had to play i had to play three games yeah, you played a while and there's also like food and stuff so you know, that's the entire afternoon and uh, when they cut off at an hour, it's nice because you can be like, okay, where are we at? Yeah, that is that is true. You could just set a timer pretty quickly. Yeah. And just do that way. I think there's things you can do. And I'm not sure how like a big tournaments do it. I'm. Sh- it's got to be similar because they can't just be like, okay. Yeah. And so. maybe, maybe once you get better and better and more competitive for faster. a tournament, you sure. might be a lot faster. Because I know we aren't the fastest no. when we're going by any means. We also... We both get distracted easily. Fair. But we also... Even uh, in this podcast, we start off with Warhammer. <laughs> that was a valid question. <laughs> I feel like with this, too, because, like, there are so many keywords. Yes. And some of them are very simple. Others don't clarify themselves quite as much. And because we don't play every week... We have to stop and We have to stop up. and be like, okay, what does bleed do again yeah what does this one do again what does that do and all of that like we have to we pretty much not relearn Re- we have to but reference the sheet we have to reference a lot more than someone who plays i mean when we go and play at one of the local stores they play multiple times yeah, a week every day and so it's actually quicker because we just say what's bleed and they're like oh bleeds this okay thanks <laughs> hey um if I'm throwing a character and it hits another character... <laughs> oh, yeah, it's this. Yeah, you can throw people and things, which is cool. Yeah, and push people. And pull them away from it's you. It's not called pull. It's called push towards you. <laughs> uh, that's the worst one. That's like I think that my biggest irritation in this game is when something says push, but it, they, they pull. Yeah. It's like, you couldn't have just used pull. <laughs> Yeah, it's push towards or push away. I don't know. I've never pushed anything towards me. Because <laughs> uh, that's what my stuff does. That's all. I know. I know. No, my stuff. My cards do. I'm saying oh. physically. Oh. If I push, oh. I'm pushing my computer towards me currently. I mean, I technically, mean, you technically you are. But I pulled it. <laughs> did you? I did. It was not a push. <laughs> I like the game. I think. I think the game is very fun. I think if you're a Marvel fan, you'll have a great time with this. Yeah. I think that if you like any form of tabletop games, this is probably, even if you don't, the simplest one. This is the, in my experience, this is probably the best one to get into. Oh, if you like Marvel, if you don't like Marvel, 
pass on it. I'm, I would have to assume. Yeah, because you you really do embody characters. Yeah, it's very because even though the gameplay is tabletop, if you don't like Marvel, you're not gonna have a good time. You have to like the people you're using. Yeah, and so like we both like Marvel enough. We're not huge Marvel like fans. Fans. I'm you more like of a, Marvel. I like it more than you do, probably. I think. I mean, I watch all the shows. I, I like Spider Man and X Men. Yeah, that's why like I play those. But it's a great game. It just, I, I wish it wasn't so long. And that's just because we're old and we don't play. It's hard to find time to yeah. play games. So and I get especially it. Especially a two-hour game that, yeah. I mean, that just is, that makes it that much harder. Luckily, it's winter. It is winter. Do you want to go snowboarding soon? Yeah. The place is still open? I mean, just snowed. Yeah, but like, not good snow. No, it's very wet. <laughs> it might be over. I might have missed it. But regardless... To close out Crisis Protocol, what are your final thoughts? I feel like this is a great game. I don't want to play it every day. No. Even if I had the time, I don't want to play this every day. I feel like I would get too bored of it. Fatigue. I I do feel like if you have a good local game store like we do, just go there and play their stuff. Like, ours has all this stuff. That's true. You can just go and play. And they have all the people painted way better than I'm ever going to paint them. And terrain. They have, all the, they have so much terrain. Space. Huge tables. Like, just go and play with them. Like, people have enough characters, too, even if you're just going. Like, I struggle because it's fun. Like, I don't think it's... I don't want to... I don't want to buy the base game, pretty much. Mm. Which, I mean, you did, so that was perfect. But, <laughs> like, I don't want to. <laughs> like, it just kind of was like, nah. I would rather buy two board games. This is more expensive than that. The I mean, the base game. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, we, yeah, the base game comes with 10. We didn't and there's 100, 170 whatever I said characters. And most of the characters come in twos. Most. Some one. Some are one. Some are more, I think. And now they have really nice packs. Yeah. Which they did not have. packs. Which yeah, like, like the, the Asgard them. pack. And you're like, oh, that's four of them. That's four. Like, as long as I put three of them in my lineup, I can be that. It's kind of nice. Really nice. So that's cool. Because like, most of the packs are come. Like, they're, they're themed well. But, like, Miles came with, you know, Ghost Spider, I think. Yeah. I didn't want to play Ghost Spider. But, like, I wanted Miles. <laughs> And then other ones have like the good and the bad guy together, yeah. stuff like that. It's it's a lot of fun. If you want to get into tabletop games at all, if you have any interest in trying a tabletop game and you like Marvel, absolutely get into this one. And maybe you love it and you want to get into Warhammer later or something more in depth. Because I'd have to imagine all of the games that we see at these tabletop games are going to be more in depth than this one. Oh, for sure. Like. Even the Game of Thrones game probably is more in depth than this one because that one even is close. Like it's another step towards Warhammer, with like the full armies that move and the rule books per characters and stuff compared to the card for the character. I think this takes everything that Warhammer offers, in my opinion, and makes it possible for me to play. I'm not going to play Warhammer, so this it's great for that. But I don't think this is for everyone. <laughs> I. Agree with just about everything you said. I think this game is incredibly fun. It does take a while, but I, again, I'm so used to games taking forever. It doesn't really bother me the length. The cost to entry is very high. Yeah. Uh, make that very clear. We didn't even talk about, we, we kind of hinted at it, the core box, but 
a unit or like a little box of like two usually like 30 bucks the train is so expensive don't get the train it's, don't, it's not I worth it i think it's model ho on model train sets <laughs> use something else yeah boxes whatever make up the numbers you need characters are expensive sometimes to make a full i mean you're talking hundreds of dollars yeah for just characters and what if you find out you don't want them <laughs> that, that's the and that's the hard part is they might end up like we do with a bunch of characters we yeah. just don't even use yeah i have hulk <laughs> I, i'm never i'm never gonna use hulk no i have him yeah but it's like okay and that's and like yeah sure someone else can use it but i don't know agreed it, it, it's 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 a difficult hobby because it's just like warhammer in the sense that the barrier to entry is blocked by money <laughs> most miniatures are like that because yeah. it's very expensive yeah they're not to cast it's not like they're just miniatures. making so much money like this is expensive for them to do also yeah. which is why it's expensive for you to have <laughs> i mean cost wise it's cheaper than everything else sure however the ease of entry oh my gosh it's so easy yeah. kids can play this it's not hard no i think this is by far the best entry level tabletop game that exists out there right now unless right. i'm not unless there's what i don't know yeah i mean there's like the, the star wars ones that we Chatterpoint. Chatterpoint, which we haven't played i've seen enough about it i but just like it doesn't it's, it's very similar it's very it's, i mean but it's made by the same people worse from what i can get the game itself i don't think is for everyone because it's tabletop and this is this is where you divide that line yeah of people who like it because they like tabletop games and people who are like i just want to play something quicker yeah and I, yeah i think that's like i think last week's unmatched tabletop ish unmatched is a very but it's quick yeah it's quick it's you're just dangling your feet in the pool on a tabletop like, you're just moving a character around yeah essentially they don't really serve a purpose. It you don't been, even build them. They come no. built. <laughs> it, it literally could have been a peg. Yeah. They just wanted to stand out. Do I recommend Crisis Protocol? I think I do. But I think I recommend it only to people who are interested in tabletop games and have a group. Yeah. You need people who are playing this or want to play it. Yep. This is not a game that you can just buy and have others play with you. Kind of like a board game. Yeah. Like... Because I can teach this to you, but like not really. <laughs> uh, I'm looking over right now. Wingspan. Only you need to buy a Wingspan, and now we can have four people. Well, now seven, the new one. Yeah, now you have seven people. But the base game, which we did that the other not too long ago, we played the. Oh my gosh, how is that a long game? No, so they do the like, two people go at the same time. Oh, you were telling me about that. It's I was like, legit. that's weird. And it's a. I, I remember so before I knew we were playing it that night, and I knew we had. We had six people or whatever, which is more than you used to be able to play with. Sure. And so I looked it up online real quick just to like kind of see. And everyone's like, okay, so Wingspan, you always are starving for eggs and yeah. foods and stuff like that. When you play with six and seven people, it's a completely different game. Mm. You just have so much stuff. Like I couldn't, I, like I couldn't even get through the things I had because I had so much. It's like a, it's a surplus of everything. It's so crazy. It. it was fun. Wormspan, by the way, it's really good. He's like, it's. You think it'd be like a re, like a rehash of like Wingspan? It, I mean, it's not. It's close. It's obviously there's like ten things that are main ten things you, that are you dive caves. Yeah. And like I was like oh. the and I I, I was actually just talking today about it a little bit. The fact that you can earn 
your dragons can give you extra active like extra turns each round because they find whatever they yeah. find the gold or whatever they're looking for i don't remember what that's gold is it gold i think so and so like you every turn instead of the little cubes you like you have to turn your gold in for a yep. turn and your dragons can find you more gold so you can keep playing when everyone else is done on the same round so i'm like they're they have to bring that to wingspan because there's still five more expansions announced really for wingspan oh no how many birds are there? <laughs> <laughs> apparently lots of birds <laughs> who would have known I thought there was seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, end of the day, it, it's play a, wings, man. Oh wait. Oh yeah. What episode are we on? <laughs> no, uh, Crisis Protocol. It's a it's a niche game, and it's niche in the sense that you you have to have people to play it with, and like I said, others have to be playing it or want to. We normally do ratings. I don't know what rating I'd give this. Let a friend buy it. No. Because you need both you guys to yeah, you buy both it. need to play it. I feel like... Here's the thing. I have my army, and it's going to sit in my closet, which I guess is that's where my thing is. Sit in the closet, because one day, I'll pull out, we can play a game, and or if someone, or there's like an event, sure, yeah. I'll go play it. But it's not a game I'm going to play every day. Yeah. It's not a game I'm play every week. And it doesn't Maybe have... once every few months. So like the play in a local board game store, which is one of our ratings, is kind of like the low replay... This is not that. No. It just isn't the replay that I want every day. If it's in a weird area, I think I'm going to leave it in the basement closet. Yeah. And I feel like I would say play it in a local store. Yeah. If you have, you know, a store that has armies for you to play with. Yeah. And, it, and it, 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 it will lose some of its fun because, like, some of the fun is, you know, building your ten and, like, making sure they all know each other but you can still life. do that but like once you once you play and you say oh i do like this yeah you can do it but it's got the same problem every tabletop game has and that is there's a lot of start before you even <laughs> play the game there's yeah. a lot of things you have to do you can't walk into the store and buy this and then play it no there's a lot of prep work which is a tabletop thing it's not this game's thing so but as a game goes i think it's incredibly fun it it's very polished atomic mass games is insane with support they do like i said updates and fixes and balances all the time and ban lists for like tournaments like and now they have our standard rotation so like it's those crazy cards are rotating out so that you're not saying the same ones they have restricted ones that you only can play a certain number of all of them for crisis too it's done very well it's They're, very 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 good yeah i would not be surprised i mean obviously it's growing i would not be surprised if it continues growing for a long time and this becomes a new top tier like warhammer yeah i think it will i think it will do that i think it's a great game agreed i think that if you're really into tabletop games or you're trying to get into the genre this is an amazing start yeah uh if you are not into long games though and you don't want to build or paint or play <laughs> don't get it and you can i mean you have to build them but like you don't have to paint them but no, you don't have to paint them but but i would say anyone that's out there that has them Try to paint them. They're not, it's not. No, they're really easy. It's there. It was fun to paint, even though I painted my rocket green because I'm colorblind. <laughs> but like, totally fun. I remember my wife like, why is rocket green? Huh? Uh, brown? <laughs> nope. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean that's all I have. It's it's a weird rating, but yeah. 
that ends our episode on Crisis Protocol. Uh, join us next time as we talk about another miniature-like game, but now it goes kind of more into the board game. Back to the board game. Back to the board game aspect. And it's a little more different being a dual-like where it has a lot of board game interaction, yeah. not just a character moving around. And uh, Street Fighter, the board game. Yeah, Street Fighter, the board game. Yeah, like you said, it's a mix of them. It, more than Unmatched was. Unmatched is just a touch. Street Fighter is an actual mix, I yep. feel like. Uh, but yeah, until then, follow us on social media. Like us. Uh, share this podcast with friends. Check out your local game stores. Check out lantern.games. You can get all these on their website. We have a discount code, so you can save some money while getting them, which is great. Special thanks to John Ransom and Jack Pine for the music. Jack Pine didn't have anything to do with it, but that's his band. Uh, he did all of it, so thanks to him. And uh, See you next time. Keep playing.